Obviously, uh, there's uh, still some balls in the air, and it looks like it may even boil down to the absentee uh, vote count, which will happen in a couple of weeks. But uh, uh, first off, uh, your thoughts on what uh, is really a historic night. It's a very historic night, and uh, we all anticipated uh, a close election, but I, I don't know that anybody was anticipating a result uh, this close. And uh, uh, it's the outcome is really uh, very uncertain, not only for um, the, the votes that remain to be counted, recounts, absentee ballots, uh, which may play uh, a role, um, particularly in the Courtney Comox riding, which could still go either way since it's a nine-vote margin of difference, uh, I still don't think we know how the legislature is is going to work under this current uh, configuration, or even if the Liberals get another seat and get to 44, it's still not clear to me how the, the legislature works. We have the business of choosing a speaker. Uh, I don't know which party wants to give up an MLA to, to fill that role uh, at this particular juncture. And of course, once the government is formed, uh, ministers are often away on, on business. So the the government could well find itself on, whoever forms the government, could well find itself in a minority situation in the legislature on any given day. Yeah, is would it behoove the Premier, I mean, let's assume that uh, Couch and Valley flips back to the Liberals and they do have 44, would it, would it behoove the Premier to uh, not survive in a razor-thin majority but still instead uh, go to the Andrew Weaver and, and get that extra three seats, possibly? Well, I think that that's what she's going to have to figure out. I, I think if she does get to 44, I don't think... Um, uh, the the other parties, certainly not the NDP, are liable to give up uh, one of their seats uh, for the speakership. Uh, so, uh, yes, I think um, if, if the Liberals gave up one seat, that would bring them back down to 43, tied with the other two parties. Uh, and as I mentioned, with ministers away on business, the, the government could well be in a minority. So I think the most stable option for the Liberals, of course, is if they can secure the support um, of the of the greens and maybe ask one of the greens uh to be speaker um but uh you know andrew Breaver will have a steep price and and i'm not sure the liberals can pay it so either way, Hamish, let's assume that the, the Liberals choose a, a razor-thin majority. Maybe they work with Andrew Weaver. Either way, do you see a long shelf life in either of those arrangements? No. Um, uh, I think it's, it's, it, it is conceivable uh, that we could be back to the polls as early as this fall. Um, and, and I rather suspect uh, we'll be at the polls again this time next year. Um, it's conceivable that either the NDP or the Liberals could work out a short-term plan for governing with the Greens. Um, they, they, they could perhaps find enough overlap to, to govern for uh, a year. Uh, but after that, I think they would run out of uh, areas of agreement, uh, and uh, they would have to dissolve the partnership and go back to the polls. So here's a million-dollar question. If we go back to the polls, uh, who benefits? Uh, it looks like it's sort of a hung uh, situation for voters. Do they, do they kind of go back to the Liberals? Do, do the Greens lose out? Uh, any kind of idea on how that scenario would play out? Depends how long this lasts. Um, if, if we go back to the polls quickly, um, then the momentum for change uh, might uh, overtake things, and uh, we might see the NDP um, get more seats, or possibly the Greens more seats and the Liberals less, which would um, be a stability uh, of, of sorts. Uh, but if this is sort of protracted uh, for a year or longer, uh, but the legislature is very dysfunctional. This is sort of the scenario that we saw at the federal level back in 2008, 9, and 10. 
when Stephen Harper went to the polls and said, please give me a, a strong majority government so we can have a stable parliament, and, and Canadians did. So I, I think timing um, uh, is important here and, and how the legislature plays itself out over the, the ensuing months. And I guess my last question, Amish, as far as uh, Christy Clark and John Horgan, uh, when all this dust settles, do you think one or both will find themselves on the hot seat as far as their own leadership? Uh, you know, I think given the, the tenuousness of the situation, both um, leaders are, are likely to be around for uh, another election. And um, but thereafter, um, I, I think one or both of them will have to uh, to go. I think at the moment it's perhaps Christy Clark's leadership that's more precarious than John Horgan's. He's brought the, the party to the precipice, um, whereas um, Christy Clark, you know, for all her famed ability as a campaigner, uh, has reduced uh, her government's position from majority to minority, even though the political landscape looked favorable for another win, strong economy, divide on the with the Greens and the NDP. Uh, yet she 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 lost seats for the for the party. So um, uh, it, it will be up to her to turn this around and, and secure her her leadership. All right. Uh, thanks for that, Hamish. Appreciate it. And I'm sure uh, you and I will be talking very frequently in the next little while. Yeah, i just make one more point. Sure, yeah, go ahead. Uh, a, a lot's being said about, you know, the, the NDP and the Greens, in particular the Greens sort of wanting to hold out for campaign finance reform. And and that's, I think sometimes parties have to be careful of what they wish for, right? Because the Liberals um, raised over $12 million last year. The spending cap for this election was $4 million. Uh, I presume the Liberals still have a lot of money in the bank, whereas the NDP and Greens probably drained their bank accounts. The Liberals could go back to the polls tomorrow with the funds that they've already raised. But if there's new campaign financing reform, it's going to be quite a while for the Greens and the NDP uh, to raise the sorts of funds they need to fight another election. So the, the Liberals might be hankering uh, for a quick election here, and uh, the Greens and the NDP I don't think want that. Yeah, that's an excellent point. All right, Hamish, appreciate it, sir. Like I said, uh, I'm sure I'll be bugging you on the phone quite a bit over the next little while. Sounds good. Look forward to it. Okay, thanks, man. Appreciate it. I know.